0: This podcast is brought to you by Men's T Clinic. Men's T Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972 go mens T or visit mensteaclinic.com. Snap
2: to Howell first down. And he's under duress, and he escapes pressure. Now he's going to goodnight Parsons, who will come crawling out now. Fowler... Chased him into that pocket. That should be a Parsons sack. They shared one earlier. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Leading in to Cowboys Seahawks. We got G-Bag Nation after that. And that will go directly into the pregame show right here on The Fan. Of course, you know, we'll be taking those reactions after the game all night long. So it's a great day to be a Cowboys fan and stick right here on 105.3 The Fan. Also today... You get some NFL overreaction or reality. Also, I like this from the 203, wherever that is. Took the day off, headed to the game. That is outstanding. I love people who have the flexibility and freedom to go do Roof that. Roof
0: closed or open? <laughs> I'm going to say
1: closed. Well, the dew point right now is pretty high, Mike, I believe. Let's play with it open. Let's yeah.
0: just have some fun. What is the,
2: what is the dew point?
1: I want. Uh, isn't it all like a vacuum cleaner? It's
0: how moist the air is? We'll have
2: to. Or is look that the ground? That. Is it how moist it's the, the ground is? It's the temperature the
1: air needs to be cooled at in order to achieve a relative humidity of 100%. Oh,
2: I don't know how much that helped me, but I appreciate it. Yeah, is that's a good sentence, though. NFL overreaction or not, I know he said he's frustrated, but he's not going overboard about it. Micah Parsons... Should have a bigger complaint with the refs than any other player in the NFL.
0: I don't watch all the NFL, but I understand that he feels like he's being taken advantage of or not given the right calls,
2: but he's only got two holding calls
0: and that's wrong. That's not right. But listening to Devin Harris and Dirk Nowitzki the other night, and I know it's a different sport. Devin Harris said in Utah, their goal was to foul every play in the first half. And I'm, I'm, Quoting here, not perfect quoting because, and Dirk was like, yep, so they won't call it in the second half, right? The more physical you are, even though you're committing penalties in football, I think if you just do it early on, the ref might call one. Now, he should call one. You should get one on Micah Parsons. But I think what tackles are doing for the most part or offensive linemen against Micah Parsons, just hold every time. They're not going to call it. Now, I don't know why they're not calling it once a game. But I do think they're taking the Devin Harris Utah Jazz philosophy of just foul every time, yeah. and they won't call. They they just can't call it. They know that the game flow will be horrible if you make that call every time. Yes, he was sneezing, man. I'm okay. sorry, I sneezed. We're talking about Micah Parsons and the penalties. We'll go against to the him. next. It's one.
2: ridiculous. <laughs> NFL,
0: Corey, you take this one.
2: Overreaction or reality? Jalen Hurts is the most clutch quarterback in the NFL this season. Ooh, now, Corey. I got some stats for this. Who needs stats? Okay, fair enough. You can answer without the stats. And, and then see the one, stats. And
1: in the fourth quarter, he's made big plays to make it happen. That
2: is true. So, yeah, I'll take it. He's 14 for, they were down 10 points in the second half in their last game. He went 14 of 20 for 167 yards and three touchdowns. And he also ran for 43 yards and a touchdown. If you want to look at his victories, check this out. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles have won eight straight games in which they trailed by double digits. The previous record, or I guess the previous mark for a quarterback who's in the league right now was four. Yeah. He's won eight in a row in which they were down double digits. This is where
0: my Eagles quote comes in. They look very beatable, but can't be beat. Yeah is you keep watching them play and you go, they're not great. They are good. I'm not going to deny. The Eagles are a really good team. The Eagles can win it all this year. But there's times during almost every game that you're like, they're going to get beat today. They're beatable today. They're going to get beat. And whether it's against an average team or a good team, you watch them and you go, they're not great. But then they win all these games. When you're 10-1, and you're great. I cannot deny their record being great which would say you're great right now but to that point of being down by 10 points in a lot of these games with approximately 25 minutes to play or less that would suggest that things are I don't want to say luck they're they're making their own luck in the end they are they are doing things with Jalen Hurts to win games, and I don't want to take that away from him, but hey, if one of those things goes wrong, there's a holding on a big play they have, sure. and it's now third and seventeen instead of first and ten at midfield. All of a sudden, that comeback becomes a lot tougher.
2: I, I, and to the point about Jalen Hurts is why he's in the mix for MVP as well. I know if you look at overall QBR, it's a different story, but when tied or trailing, these are Jalen Hurts stats. Yeah, he's completed seventy-one percent of his passes for 14 touchdowns and one interception. So when they need him, he's been phenomenal. Yeah. I think
1: the other factor, too, is if you watch him, how calm his presence is whenever those moments are, are there. There are a lot of guys that get real shaky and start panicking in the pocket. And you saw the play the other day where he just slides outside, says go this way, and hits a receiver that he that he doesn't love. Not, not one of his big-time main receivers. He's just like, I'm going to throw it to this guy. He's the yeah. open guy. And that's, that's the factor that he looks completely in control in the biggest situations for this team right
0: I now. think to your point this is why stats are overrated in football and we don't care about them too much overall who has the most passing yards and what's the passing yard record? I think we know who has the passing yards, but we don't know the record like we would with the specific other things because there's so few games. So you just have to play the game in front of you. And that's why wins are so important to me for quarterbacks is because, Hey, yeah, sometimes talent on your team dictates if you can win or can't win. I totally get that. But at the same time, Jalen hurts is doing what he needs to do at the end of games to win these. And to me, That is, I hate saying this, because I'm not a huge fan of the Eagles, obviously, is he's doing what needs to be done, which is MVP-ish in my book.
2: NFL overreaction or reality, outside of Aaron Rodgers, Jonathan Taylor has had the most disappointing season in the NFL. Now, we just got the news he's having thumb surgery today. They're hoping that he can be out, he can be back in another two to three weeks. I know all the drama that went into the season, and he's been fine. I guess. Does it
1: feel like there's a curse for holding out? I mean, I know Zach Martin, I guess, has killed that idea, but the the but he's also Zach Martin. That's a good point. But the holdout process, I guess, guys just they aren't staying in shape. I don't know what it is, but yeah, dude, for any fantasy player out there that drafted him, hoping they could stash him and ho- and later in the season he would be a factor for him. He's had a couple of games that have been okay, but for the most part, you were really hoping that he would be one of those leading running backs like uh, up where the Derrick Henrys and all those guys do it.
2: In a lot of these instances, honestly, I don't even think it's a curse. I think it's the team showing to be right. Like, I think the Colts have been proven to be right about not giving him a mega, mega contract. I think the Giants are being proven right about not giving Saquon a mega contract.
0: It's weird because I know that running backs have a complaint but nobody is doing what Emmett Smith did nobody's doing what Barry Sanders did nobody this is the people i grew up with that were the greats Walter Payton uh, they were able to last a decade or more as a premium running back and now over the last 20 years i don't think you can even have five guys on your you know your fingers here yeah. to say oh these five guys have had a decade or more of being a really good running back cuz Derrick Henry was drafted in 2016. I'm not saying he's dead as a running back, but he's just a okay running back now. Obviously Zeke is gone. Like yeah. he's not good he anymore. Yeah. And those were the two best in 2016. 2017 was Christian McCaffrey. In a weird way, he's bouncing back with San Francisco, but he's, his yes. last few years in Carolina, he couldn't stay on the field.
2: <clears throat> and he's been amazing in San Francisco and I'm sure they're like, hold on, just a second. We feel just fine about the way this has gone. For Barkley totally
1: has one rushing touchdown this year.
2: I'm telling you, like you,
0: you should I mean, never. No, no,
1: no, the Giants team stinks. Yeah. Get that. I mean, get they that do. straight too. The whole thing stinks. Right, their line. And is they horrible. said, let's spend all of our money on a quarterback who stinks. Also, so like that's a huge factor in that. But that's that's pr- his numbers. Like the dude's still productive, but one rushing touchdown is sad for him. You
0: should you should have a maximum. And, and this should be a hardcore truth, this should not be a opinion, a maximum of six years on a running back. After six years on a running back, you never give him more than a one-year contract. And, I'm, and it, I just like, I don't care. Like, I don't care how great you've been after six years. You're going to die, like, 99% of NFL running backs the last two decades have died. And so I'm just going to move... Yes, <laughs> I'm going to move on to my second-year running back, or I'm going to draft a guy in this draft that I think can take your spot. Maybe not as good as you did this year, but I'll be much better off the next three years with him than I would be paying an almost 30-year-old running back.
2: And then somebody asks, you're you're going to say Jonathan Taylor over Harris with the Steelers. I mean, Taylor's just a th- fundamentally better running back than Harris, at least at this stage in their career. And as for as disappointing as Harris has been, he still has 200 more yards rushing than Jonathan Taylor. I So I'll stick with Taylor. I understand the Pittsburgh fans and how they feel right there. I know
1: it was Taylor that you were talking about there, but Zach Moss filled that space very well for the Indianapolis Colts. And he's going to probably uh, Sunday. Like that's sure. That's the factor there is they were able to still produce at that spot, even without him there.
2: Now, the next one, NFL overreaction or not, the Cowboys have won three in a row. Overreaction Fact. Or, that
1: yes. Over, this is it
0: fact or fiction though.
2: Overreaction or not, they extend their winning streak to at least five games.
0: Seattle then who? Philly. It's at home, so I will say yes. It's it's tough to be like, fact, they will. But I do think that uh, the Cowboys were going to split. I picked a split before the season started. I'll stick with it, that they split against Philadelphia. They lost at Philadelphia. They'll beat Philadelphia here. <sighs> Five-game win streak? Yep. Which, could you imagine at least. the story that you would be tied in the loss column at that point? Now, they'd still have the advantage in tiebreaker. Uh, because they lost to the Jets and you lost to Arizona, so they have one less NFC. But you would be going into that final push, the meat of the schedule. Assuming a
2: lost San Francisco, yeah, that's then? what I'm assuming. Oh, okay, so is
0: this the potatoes of the schedule? Is what you're saying? Then? Yeah, okay, gotcha. this is uh, gotcha. maybe right. the the cheese sticks, the right. fried cheese sticks.
1: Makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. chips and queso.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gotcha. we're at the app. We're at a good appetizer. Good appetizer. Okay. Really the meat's good appetizer. soon, though. Yeah, our water's being refilled. Or you're getting that extra beer right now because the appetizer's out.
1: I think I don't think that is I don't think that's too far off though, as a I don't think that's an overreaction at all.
2: And then Mike, this one is just for you. NFL overreaction or reality. The Jacksonville Jaguars will figure out a way to get the number one seed in the AFC.
0: I need to look at their schedule. I know they have Cincinnati this week, which should be a pretty easy win.
2: Would be- you like me to tell you theirs? So Go
0: ahead and tell me. I'll tell you when or They host
2: Cincinnati. Win. On the road against the Browns. I'll give it a loss. Host the Ravens.
0: If I'm if, if I'm realistic, they're done. I know. If I'm realistic about the way they're playing right now, even though they just beat Houston, loss.
2: At the Bucks. Win. Host the Panthers. Easy win. At the Titans. Win.
0: So that's five. That's 12 and five. That's not the one seed. Yeah.
1: You want to talk about production? Travis Etienne's been pretty good this year been pretty good as a running back and not just a, a running back but a receiver for them at the same time are
2: you okay that they drafted him now yeah he was furious I, read, I know why you give were him mad. some protection I know why yeah. You were mad. <laughs> yeah i still
0: thought offensive line would it was weird because at the time i'm sorry i'm drawing a blank they had a good running back at robinson after yes. one year yeah and james robinson he, was that even. his name i have no clue where he's at so maybe he's not good uh but i just remember going dude this is a horrible offensive line, but fingers magoo didn't know what He's he was doing. He's on
1: the Packers time. practice squad now. That's wild to me because that dude was
2: crushing. We're the Kansas Masterpiece. I will never get over that nickname. Coming up next, it's Tom from Baseball Nuggets with Mike Bashak.
0: Executive for the Texas Rangers, Dayton Moore, talks about the all star break this year. Next.